His great big bushy beard. The dude <laughs> from the ritual, what's his name? I, I I can't stop thinking about him with that mustache. In a hot fuzz. Yeah. It's like there are very few cases where a mustache is good and he exists as a case where somehow it's an improvement. <laughs> I don't agree. He I don't know. He looks attractive in the ritual. Oh, he's, he's attractive. Like fine either way. But like, I want to yeah. like I don't think it does like anything good or bad. I want to punch him in the ritual. <laughs> but when he has that mustache, I think he's funny, so I like him. <laughs> we all know that the hottest character in the ritual is Modor, fucking obviously. <laughs> <laughs> That's a given. And welcome to Tipsy Terror. <laughs> Second is that like dried up husk of an old woman. Yeah, up in the attic. Who canonically has hooks for feet. No, no, no. Oh, she, she's oh, talking oh, about okay. the her yeah. too. She's third. Oh, okay. I think all the attic people were equally hot because they look like those little walnut dried apple all head dolls up? that like our great grandparents made in the depression. <laughs> M O U R N I N G. Morning, morning. Let's go. Good morning. It's the morning after with Sam Quinn, not Quinn. It's Molly <laughs> and Harish, and I am drinking Malibu and don't know what I'm saying. And that's our morning after song. <laughs> that was so specific. Yep, I was thinking about it a lot. And this is not the movie we're supposed to be talking about. We're talking about Final Destination 5. Final <clears throat> Destination. Ha, Final I said Destination. It. Um, my, I texted you guys this, but my favorite moment, not my favorite moment, my favorite moment in the episode is Harish's It's Me cut. But my <laughs> second favorite moment is when Harish opened by calling it Final Destination and Molly yelled from the kitchen, fuck you. <laughs> and if you don't know what we're talking excited. about, we're t- <laughs> this is the the morning after is what we call it. It's just a follow up episode for the normal episode that we did, um, and on the final destination five where we were drunk and now we're sober and we're reviewing our thoughts. I guess. Yeah, this movie still fucking rules. Oh, yeah. I forgot to tweet out the video. I mean, well, it's oh. not. The episode's not out yet. It's oh. out tomorrow. Comes oh. out tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, but we got we got the episode last night. Great. So. <coughs> um, I still love it. Harish, what are your thoughts? Uh, I actually I think I I like it more. I knew this was gonna happen. Go ahead. Um, I I I think it might be my second favorite of the series after the third one. Yeah, boy. Did we, yeah. we rank them in the episode? We ranked right? them. We did. I don't remember my ranking, but yours I, is an yours abomination. Is, it's an god. One, two, three, and four tied, and then five. Yeah. So here's the thing. Upon reflection, five is also, I think, my second favorite. So good. Yeah. I because I was thinking about it uh, the other day, and then also I was listening to part of the episode today, and I was like, "Fuck this! That it was actually really good." Yeah. Well, my um, main reason is because I. would rewatch it over any of the other ones except for i wa- rewatched three but like one and two um one is probably m- like i don't know they're they're probably better movies in terms of plot or whatever but least rewatchable but yeah i don't care to rewatch them at all but like this one i definitely rewatch just for the spectacle so i you know i i, I like it more i would like to watch more with people who are familiar and ha- with the series but have not seen this one. <laughs> oh yeah, it's yeah. really th- it's really fun. Harish wasn't as like thrilling to watch, but it was still really fun to watch. You just <laughs> oh, roll, look amazing. over, and just be like, "It's a prequel." <laughs> <laughs> I um, this is like the series like as a whole, and we've talked about all the movies now. Um, it's one of those. It would be really good just to like take a day and watch all of them with like a group of your buddies. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's like definitely one of those kind of series. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like that Final Destination. It doesn't take itself too seriously. Yeah. Which is cool. It's like the tone. And I think that's why I like the fifth and the third ones better. Um, They're like a little bit more lighthearted. No, I wouldn't say the fifth one's lighthearted. Ah, a little bit. Parts are. Like, it's I mean, it's not, aware that it's the fifth one. It's fun. Yeah. Like, it's just fun to watch. Sometimes, yeah. like, I'm not watching movies like, I would say, like, Pool or um, uh, Possession, like, we both cover on this. We have to, like, think a lot, and, like, yeah. the horror is, like, yeah. really, like, deep and, like, psychological or whatever. Right. Like, this is just fun. It's just, like, fun watching, like, people get killed, like, one by one. It's amazing. Yeah. I don't expect a lot from these movies, but they deliver every time right that's good yeah i would also love more so if anybody out there wants to make more final destination movies i would um love to be cut into that james wan's still out there it's impossible that it's not gonna happen somewhere uh, there i saw like uh it was like one of those like an interview with tony todd not an interview just like a you know how they have a uh, celebrity announces this thing yeah, yeah, and it's just usually just like some random throwaway comment yeah and his was like uh yeah they probably haven't made more because the it costs a lot of money <laughs> to <laughs> make them and so that's why he's like uh but there's still a possibility for one in the future it was like one of those where like it was like two lines from him that they turned into an entire uh, yeah. article oh yeah yeah so i mean the thing is like i'm sure they cost a lot of money but like I think that's like in the past tense. Like, I mean, yeah, there's, there's knowing what I know about visual effects. Like obviously they're expensive. Like the visual effects are expensive and obviously you want to make them as high quality as you possibly can to keep up with the times. But like, I think that if somebody were to go in and try to have some fun practical stuff and like do some practical and then just sprinkle in the visual effects and not do what like, uh, little bit of three four massively and some of five too mm-hmm. um they don't go heavy on the vfx go back to the fucking practical shit then it's it's you know it's expensive obviously because any kind of death is going to be expensive to make but it's also just calling back to like what made makes like good stuff good you know practical like, effects yeah. are so good yeah and like people will appreciate it even if it looks slightly shittier or whatever and like not as top quality visual it's like that'll make if a final destination happens again that'll be what makes it good right it's like what harish said about video drum how like they look like more naturally integrated in the scene if it's yeah. practical even though it looks like a little faker right than like visual effect like uh cgi yeah it, it feels like it's actually there and like there's like a extra weight to it that like you can just feel just from watching it also um i was talking about this last night with um my tattoo artist uh we were talking about um like old 80s movies and how like those were kind of gory but they're super fun and campy like even though the the like practical effects and makeup are kind of you know like you're you look at it and you're like oh that's fake but it's like they went in on it you know they like really went for it and we were talking about how like modern day if they do that same stuff it's visual effects and it kind of looks realistic and it's not fun to look at because it's not when you remove like kind of the camp or the just slight like you you don't have like the slightly removed aspect it's not as fun to watch so like even if you make really good practical effects it's like the viewer is like oh that's you can tell somehow that it's practical and you like appreciate it a lot yeah you know there's there's just like so much more like you're slightly a little more like removed in the good way because like with vfx if you notice it then you're just like it's like all you can focus on you know i love aquaman (laughs) yeah but like the effects (laughs) are bad oh i mean they were like 
they're underwater it was also yeah. just entirely underwater <laughs> but yeah i, I know, know what you mean Wait. there's another example i have that i can't think about no it's fine like i agree on the aquaman stuff but like so i'm saying like people have more of an appreciation and even if you're not trying to be campy there's still just like a slight bit of camp that comes with any kind of practical makeup and right. that's what makes it great to me camp and horror is fantastic yeah like what's the point if you're not doing a little bit you know right. like, like just throw a little bit in there i'll say i know i say a lot of really rude things about ryan murphy but i have been thoroughly enjoying this new season of american horror story because it is it's literally set in a camp but it's also like campy enough that it's like fun to yeah. watch instead of being like uh it's too much man yeah also matthew morrison hangs major dong not like yeah. dick out but like you know you saw <laughs> i've heard so i've heard oh my god the new um have you guys seen sunny yet this is like underwater. yeah I've seen the, new yeah. One. the newest one where mm. they like review thunder gun no wait no did we only one? saw the first episode holy oh shit. did another one come out already? yeah it came out last night okay. oh my god again yes they talk about can i give you like a m- little bit of a spoiler they're yeah. talking about a thunder gun movie and they're talking about like hanging dong and they say <laughs> it like they talk about it for like 30 seconds of dialogue and i'm like <laughs> yes now i can't wait because <laughs> you know you love saying hanging dong at work i, I once i said it once <laughs> and i was like after it came out of my mouth i was like i'm never saying this again and the guy that i said it to stopped and he was like what did you just say <laughs> i was like please don't report me to hr hangs <laughs> dog man <laughs> you gotta say it's so good it immediately. that's the greatest gift sunny has given us <laughs> you look like you have something um i did want to talk about uh <laughs> the mortician coroner tony todd's employment status okay oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's unpack okay so uh, I did look it up, and he his character so is like named. Uh, if you go Bloodworth. to Final Final Destination Wiki, it's William Bloodworth, and according <laughs> to that website, it says that um, he's a mortician and owner of Bloodworth Funeral Homes. And in the first one, or in uh, Final Destination Five, he's like. Uh, it doesn't say exactly, but like it says, uh, it it tells it it goes through each movie and says like what he does in each movie, and then in the last one it talks about what he does in Final Destination Five, and it's like soon after these he is promoted from Undertaker to Mortician, but then it doesn't explain like why he was wearing the what that means. Outfit. So well, I was looking it up, and apparently, so corners morticians um <laughs> medical examiner uh funeral director it's all basically the same job but like different aspects so like a coroner is actually an elected position um and they oh, yeah, don't you have to yeah. vote on that every year yeah yeah oh, they the county coroner they don't need like a medical degree or anything all they do what is this is my dream all they do is pronounce that uh, a death happened and like the time of death or whatever and then they like decide whether it needs to have an autopsy or oh not oh my god and then I this is my dream job how old do you have to be to be a coroner i don't know to, wait to do an uh, to pronounce an uh, or decide if an autopsy needs to happen i feel like you should go to school for that nope uh, i don't know or at it's, least some it's sort of like training position. i 
have never wanted Always anything found more. Your life goal. I'm gonna run for coroner this next <laughs> year. Like when I graduate college, I'm gonna run for coroner. I'll vote Mark for you. it fucking down. <laughs> but to be a medical examiner, like you need a degree and like that they're the ones that actually do the autopsies and stuff. And then like a mortician, um, or an undertaker and funeral director, those are all like like medical examiners that don't work for or don't do autopsies and stuff don't like that. Don't morticians it's also like do the bodies? Yeah. Don't they like you know, stuff them? Yeah. Em- embalming hard. and yeah, like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's it's it's like the same type of thing. They throw them in the beetle pit. Yeah. Claudia. I, Thanks, Claudia. <laughs> there's lots of like like Quora and Yahoo answers where they're like, What's the difference between a mortician and a medical examiner? And like the answers are always like either someone going completely on a different tangent explaining about their life and what they do as a funeral director or whatever or it's just like a vague answer that's probably may or may not be right but yeah from what i can tell like he uh my belief is that he worked as either the coroner or the medical examiner um and then retired and then became a private funeral director when is he the funeral director? The third one? No, the second one? Well, so... Because in the first one, he's a medical examiner. I went to rewatch... In in the first one, I rewatched the scene from the first one. And they, like, go into a room. And it looks kind of like a doctor's office. But then... <laughs> I assumed it was in a hospital. Yeah, well, it looks like that at first. And, like, the, the body's, like, lying on a table. And then, uh, and then Tony Todd walks out... But he just seems to, like, walk out of a random cave because, like, whatever's behind him, it's just, like, this black space. Like, it just looks like he's in a cave and then that's connected. So that's why I I feel like I thought it was more of, like, a graveyard because that uh, the the place, the area that he came from looked more to me like it it was, like, an attached graveyard or something. Um, So that's why I thought in the first one he was in a grave. And the second one also, I... I remember it being like brick. It's it wasn't like like fluorescent lights and stuff, um, like a hospital. Mm-hmm. I remember it being like a brick, uh, like exposed brick and stuff. So it I thought it was a graveyard. I don't remember. You don't remember that? that? I mean, like, yeah, but not really. I just remember thinking <laughs> Tony Todd. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Todd. <laughs> also, maybe he just like they didn't care enough, and they were like, obviously he's like this mystical dude, so like. We're just going to put, make him pop up wherever yeah. we need him to pop up, you know? Like, for all we know, he's some kind of, like, demigod that just fucks with people. Oh, another thing is uh, there is a Final Destination book called Death of the Senses. And in that... That's interesting. It, I think it's set before the first one. And it says, due to a usual, due to a usual coroner being on vacation, Bloodworth, going just by Bill, <laughs> is transferred to a New York morgue just in time for death to begin targeting a new set of victims um, who were supposed to be killed by a serial murderer or something. I'm reading this yeah. book. So, so uh, I th- that, I, I guess, is set before the series the film series and so, so it's i guess set before five yeah I, I think that makes sense that explains if you're including that in canon that explains why he's like oh i've seen this happen before uh, so that's yeah. like one of the things <laughs> that makes sense yeah i'll accept that that's fine can i get this book at the library 
Final Destination, Death of the Senses. I'll read it. I'll fucking read it. That sounds incredible. I want it. Yeah. Um, What more is there to say? Yeah, I don't really have anything else to say. It's great. It's a prequel, which is cool. Sorry, spoiler. This movie's a prequel, which is super (laughs) fucking rad. We should have had a spoiler alert. Yeah, I mean, I mean I all, of all of our episodes, episodes are just spoiler alerts. They, okay. have, they explain everything. Yeah, I don't know. I love this franchise. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, so our next episode is going to be Prince of Darkness, mm-hmm. directed by John Carpenter. Which is Harish's pick. Yeah, I picked it, Um, and I'm excited to watch it. I've heard it's good. <laughs> I don't know. It has, right. like... A really low rating on IMDb because or uh whatever Letterboxd uh no Rotten Tomatoes because like when it came out it was like a flop and like critics hated it but I've heard it's like pretty good it's like campy maybe or not campy but critics who also really loved the movie Spotlight shouldn't make (laughs) all the like movies decisions (laughs) sorry I have to shit on Spotlight at least once a month or my skin falls off. Wait, Spotlight the movie? Yeah. I love that movie. I did not never love seen it. it. <laughs> you didn't like it? I've never seen it. I oh. think it's good. It's not Oscar like award winning best picture worthy good. It's a fine movie, but it was like not great. Oh no, absolutely. Like there are plenty of other like that happens almost every year. I would say it's a movie and I saw it. And I Yeah. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> bye. Sorry, bye. bye.